You're listening to Flaunt, Find Your Sparkle and Create a Life You Love After Infidelity or Betrayal. Have you been betrayed by life, your body, or someone that you love? You're not alone. No matter what you've been through, Naked Self-Worth helps you regain confidence, joy, and enthusiasm so you can create a life you love and flourish. Tune in weekly and learn how. Hello and welcome to Flaunt. Find your sparkle and create a life you love after infidelity or betrayal. I'm Laura Cheadle, and we are going to talk today about the difference between resolutions because it's the beginning of January and everybody is talking about New Year's resolutions. So we're going to talk about the difference between resolutions, manifesting, and intentions because they are very different things. First of all, what I want you to know is that only 9% of the population succeeds at their so-called resolutions. And that is why I am not at all a fan of making resolutions. Also, New Year's, while yes, it's the start of a new year, it also happens to fall in the middle of winter. And winter is the season of going within and recovering and resting. So what I really like to do is I like to use January as my time of preparation because that's what winter is about. It's a time to prepare. It's a time to think. It's a time to relax. It's a time to regroup. It's a time to figure out what you want to manifest and what you want to intend for the coming spring. So this system has served me really, really well, and I know it is going to serve you well too. So for the entire month of January, we're going to talk about all of this, planning for 2023, planning for the spring. We're not launching into, you've got to do it now and you're already behind and blah, 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 because that stuff is just too much hype and it doesn't work. We're going to use this winter as the winter should be used, as a time of reflection and rest and planning and preparing so that when spring comes, we are ready. We are ready to hit the ground running. We are ready to be in full form and we are ready to manifest and we are ready to intend and we are ready to change our life. Now, before I go further into the show and really talk about the difference between resolutions, manifesting, and intentions, I want to begin by inviting you to my retreat in February. It's the weekend of February 11th and 12th. It's in Colorado, and it is going to be beautiful and soul-nourishing. And it's going to be exactly what you need to put all of these pieces together. Everything that we did beginning last week with the show that was called The Number One Mistake People Make in Manifesting, beginning with that show today and then over the next few weeks is going to put all of that material together for you in a very real way. It's going to give you the opportunity to go within and fall back in love with yourself for who you are. So you will have that power and that strength and that divine sovereignty to absolutely recreate yourself anew in spring, to rebirth yourself, not as like a new contrived identity, but to rebirth yourself as you are most authentically, as you are at your core. So you can heal from infidelity. You can heal from betrayal. You can heal from this crazy patriarchal culture that has put so much on us. And you can blossom and bloom and flourish and thrive in the spring and the summer. And you can finally be exactly as you want to be in 2023. Now, this retreat is two days. 
The first day we do all the glorious work, the reflection, the uncovering, the recovering. And what you walk away with is a very clear intention for 2023. And what I like to say is don't just make a vision board. Become a vision board. And that's what we're going to do. You're going to walk away with a really clear intention and you are going, going to walk away with yourself as a living vision board, a living monument to exactly who you are and what you want in the future. Because I'm a somatic attachment therapist as well as a hypnotherapist and some other and a coach and all these other different things, I use movement. I use embodied practices so you can get it out of your head and you can get it into your body and into your heart. So this retreat is unlike any other retreat you have ever done because it's not just sitting down and journaling. It's not just cutting out images and creating a vision board. It's not just having that headspace experience. It's becoming who you want to be and how you want to be. It's allowing that energy to flow through your body so you move differently. So you stand, you speak, you breathe, you express, you relate in an entirely different way. Even more, the second day of this retreat, you are going to have your very own photo shoot. A beautiful one-on-one -on -one photo shoot with the incredible Zhang photography. And what's so incredible about this photo shoot is it captures you in your purest essence. It captures you as you want to be in 2023. So when things get hard, when life lets you down, when you feel disappointed or sad or hormonal or in grief or whatever it is, you will have this incredible photo of yourself that you can pull out and you can go back to. And this photo will remind you of like, yes. It's not that I just did a vision board and put it on paper and journaled about it. It's look at me, I was that woman. I was her, I embodied it, and I became her. And you will have that image, that picture to go back to whenever life gets hard. What's even better <laughs> about this retreat, there are just so many good things, is if you register with a girlfriend, you each get $100 off your registration. Yeah, $100 off. The normal cost of the retreat is $497. A total steal, considering that Zhang's photo shoots, just her sitting fees in the $600 range. No, no, no. You get it for $497. And if you register with a friend, you each get $100 off your registration. So to learn more and to sign up, and don't delay in signing up because sign up is limited. Don't delay. But in order to sign up, go to www.life. L-I-F-E dash choreography. Now I know that might seem hard to spell, but it's not. It's life, L-I-F-E dash choreography. C-H-O-R-E-O graph, G-R-A-P-H-Y. So life hyphen choreo, C-H-O-R-E-O graph, G-R-A-P-H-Y. Go to lifechoreography.com. You can get all the information and you'll have the sign up and the payment link right there at the bottom. And like I said, it is limited to a certain number of women because the experience we're creating is so powerful and so nurturing. And you want your own time in the photo shoot and moving and being and crying and processing and doing whatever it is you need to do. So with that, let's move on to today's show and talk about what is the difference between resolutions, manifesting, and intentions. Okay, 
a resolution, whether it's a New Year's resolution or a resolution to the Constitution or any other resolution, a resolution is about being resolute. It's about being firm. It's about being decisive. It's about putting pen to paper and writing it down and making something just absolutely law. The energy around resolutions is kind of harsh. It's definitive. It's final. If we make a resolution to the Constitution, it changes the Constitution. It's not a maybe if we sort of kind of want to, can, or in different circumstances. It's a resolution. And because of that, when you make a resolution, like a New Year's resolution, you either succeed or you fail. There is no middle ground. Like I said earlier, only 9% of people succeed at their New Year's resolutions. And that's a pretty darn low percent. 9%. And the reason that it's so low is because there is no middle ground. You either lose the weight or you don't. You either stop smoking or you don't. You either heal your marriage or you don't. There's no middle ground. There's no room for error. There's no joy in progress. It's just you're in or you're out. And that's why I freaking hate resolutions because life is not like that. I even have a chapter in my book called Living in the Glitter. And it talks about black and white thinking and how when we think in black and white, we miss out on probably 99% of life because most of life is lived in shades of gray. It's not one way or the other. It's not black or white. It's all these different shades of gray. And the reason I call it living in the glitter is think about silver glitter. That's gray. And when you throw glitter up in the air and there's like sunlight or stage lights, it sparkles and it shines and it reflects all of the colors around. And pretty soon it's like there's pink and there's red and there's blue and there's green and there's all of these different colors. And it's beautiful and it's rich and it's ever changing. And that's what our life is like. It's like living in the glitter. And if we're focused on it's either black or it's white, we miss out on this riot of color. We miss out on the entire rainbow of joy. We miss out on everything. And that's why I don't like resolutions. I don't like it being so black and white, so cut and dried. So what is an intention? We talked about a resolution, but what is an intention? If you're like, I'm with you, Laura, a resolution just sounds kind of crazy. And you're absolutely right about what you said earlier. Winter is not the time to go totally all in. Winter is a time of reflection. Winter is a time of regrouping. So I hear what you're saying about a resolution. I don't like it, but I'll make some intentions. What is an intention? Well, an intention is a plan. An intention is something that you aim for. You're aiming for the target. But if you hit somewhere on the target, not dead center, hey, yay, you still made it. It's a plan. How are you going to do it? Well, I'm going to turn and I'm going to aim for the target. I'm going to close one eye. I'm going to hold my breath or breathe smoothly. I'm going to direct my intention towards the center of the target. I'm going to look where I'm going. That's a plan. The plan is all those little things that you do to help your aim stay true. The energy around intentions is so much softer. There's room for so-called error. As long as you're facing in the right direction and as long as you're trying and making the plan, making a plan that actually makes sense, aiming towards the target, still wanting the things that you're intending, you're on track. And it's not that it's not that it's a cop out. You might be saying, 
well, no, I don't want to just lose two pounds. I want to lose 50 pounds because I've got some significant health issues and I need to. Yes, I get that. But it's still the intention of doing it. It's not a wimpy, you know, oh, I'll kind of try. And you don't. An intention is clear. You are leaning, you are pulling in that direction. It is, I am aiming for the target and I am taking reasonable steps that I know will get me there. Like I said earlier, aiming, you might close your eyes. (sighs) You might breathe. You might hold your breath. You might relax your shoulders. You might make sure the area around you, you know, is devoid of distractions. You're doing things to help your aim because you are trying to get there. But just like with a target, I don't know if you've ever shot at a target or done a bow and arrow. I've done a bow and arrow. Dying to do axe throwing, by the way. That sounds really fun. But you're trying. You're intending. You're taking the steps necessary and you're aiming in the right direction. It's not that you're just willy-nilly all over the place. You are still trying. Over Christmas, my family and I went to a really cool German restaurant and they have bocce ball there. And same thing, you aim. Yes, there's lumps on the court. Yes, sometimes you throw the ball harder than you thought or just something happens. Sometimes somebody else knocks your ball away. But my intention still was to get my big ball close to that little white ball. I was aiming for it. I was doing all the reasonable and necessary things that I knew how to do. But here's the thing. I don't care if you're a world champion bocce ball player, a world champion bow and arrow hunter, or a world champion anything else, darts, shooting, I don't care, bowling. You cannot guarantee where the ball is going to go. I don't care how good you are. You do not hit, if you're a golfer, a hole in one every single time. Every single time you throw a dart, you don't get it right in the center. You have the intention of getting it there and you do everything that is reasonably necessary and you try your hardest and sometimes it goes right in the center and sometimes it doesn't and it's still okay. You're more than just in the ballpark. You're really getting close. And I love that. I love that so much more because it honors all of the things that are in our control. I love speaking. I love going to companies and I love doing training and I love doing keynotes and I love doing women's conferences. I have the intention this year of speaking on a lot more stages. I intend to be on bigger and better stages. I love, love working with women who have gone through infidelity and betrayal. I love offering other women the support that I wish I would have had when I was going through my betrayal journey. And it is my intention to work with more and more and more and more women this year. It is my intention to do all of that. But you know what? I can't guarantee that X number of women will sign up for me. I can't guarantee that X number of companies will hire me or that X number of conferences will bring me onto their stage. So if I set a resolution that I'm going to have 200 new clients and I'm going to speak on 200 new stages and then I don't get it, I feel like a failure. I feel like a failure. I feel like I lost. I didn't keep my resolution. It was awful. This year was horrible. But if my intention is to bring on to onboard about 200 more women, if my intention is to touch the lives of 200 more women, and if, but with my one-on-one coaching, and if my intention is to touch many hundreds of lives by being on a couple of hundred stages, and that's my intention, then if I bring on 100 women, if I speak on 100 stages, I've still done the steps necessary. I've still reached out to people. I've still pitched myself. I've still filled out forms. I've still talked to people. I've still asked. I've done all the work. My intention is to touch lives. I know what I have to do to get myself out there to touch lives. 
I'm going to be a success at the end of the year because I have set myself up to be a success at the end of the year. It doesn't matter if I've actually onboarded exactly 200 new women and if I have exactly set foot on 200 stages. If my intention is to touch many lives and I'm thinking maybe around that number, that would make me really happy. I really want to touch many lives and I've done all the work to get there, then I'm a success. And that's what I want for you in your life too. Whether it's moving through the heartbreak of infidelity. You can't resolve to do that. You can't force your healing journey, but you can intend to heal. And then when you intend to heal, you will do things like read books, listen to this podcast, reach out to me and Together, we will come up with a plan. That is your intention. Your intention is to feel good. Your intention is to be joyful. Your intention might be to find love, to rebuild your marriage, to get a new place to live. Whatever your intention is, then you take the steps and you will get there and you will be a success by this time next year, as long as you continue doing those steps and leaning into your intention. Versus You can't resolve to find your soulmate. You can't resolve to have the best marriage. You can't. That's setting yourself up for failure. Okay, the third word that I want to discuss today is manifesting. Because this whole show is on what is the difference between a resolution, intentions, and manifesting. If you look at the definition of manifesting, manifesting means to make evident or certain by showing or displaying. So if you think about you want to make something manifest, you want to make it evident or certain by showing or displaying it. Now, this is such a far cry from the kind of this popular definition of manifesting being like magic. And the ability to think about a red Corvette and poof, it's going to be in your driveway. It's probably not. Manifesting is to make something certain. To make something evident. It's about showing or displaying yourself in a certain state of being. If you want to make something evident, you need to show or display yourself in that state of being. Now, stick with me on that because you're probably scratching your head saying, I go what? I get it and I don't get it all at the same time. If you want to manifest healing, joy, satisfaction, whatever it is, you need to display yourself. You need to show yourself as healed or joyful, or satisfied. If you want to manifest love and abundance and success, your task is to display or show yourself as love, or abundance, or success. Not by masking up, not by pretending, Not by being pretentious, not by lying about how great you feel and how good things are and that this infidelity was the best thing that ever happened to you. Not by resolving to heal and resolving to get through this. All of that is forcing it. It's false positivity. It's spiritual bypassing. And it doesn't work. Being how you want to be, making manifest, making evident as you want to be helps bring about the condition that you want to create. So as you're standing there in the middle of chaos and despair, intend peace. Intend to show yourself as peace. Intend to feel peace. You can stand there. Chaos can be going on around you. Intend to be the eye of the storm. 
feel emanate being peaceful in the eye of the storm. Again, it's not by being like, I love this. This is great. Just make that intention to show yourself as you want to be. Most of the people that I work with, they say they feel broken. And I get that. I feel totally broken too. And everybody says, I just don't want to be broken anymore. I want to fix myself and I want to heal. Well, then holding that intention of making yourself healed and whole and show yourself as healed and whole in the midst of being broken. You can be absolutely falling apart, but you're just holding that intention that I can show myself as healthy and whole and complete and healed. And this is how that feels. If you want anything, if you want to manifest it, you're wanting to make it evident. How you make it evident is by emanating that and being that. By intending to be love and abundance and success. In the middle of heartbreak, in the middle of poverty, in the middle of failure. And just allowing yourself to be. It's a subtle shift. But it's really powerful. And that's one of the things that we're really going to work on during the retreat. The headspace stuff is what do I want? How do I want to feel? What do I want for 2023? I want to make money. I want to find love. I want to be successful. I want to heal. And I want to have a lot of joy. Okay, that's your headspace list. What does it feel like to love and be loved? What does it feel like to be healed and put back together? What does it feel like to be successful and to not have to worry about money, but just to be in that flow? We start with the head deciding what we want. Then we start moving into what does it feel like? And then that's where the magic starts happening. That's where we manifest. That's where we make manifest, where we bring it into existence. How would you walk? How would you breathe? How would your face look if you were powerfully loved? How would you move and stretch and present yourself if you knew that you were endlessly supported and that you had all the abundance that you needed? It's not about going out and spending all this money just to prove that you have all this money. It's the energy. It's the emanation of how you would feel if, how you will be when. And yeah, there's some things that block that. And that's what we're going to move through in the retreat, using some of the concepts of burlesque, which is stripping away to reveal what's underneath. No, there's no actual nudity, don't worry. But if you think about, you've got your golden heart your beautiful, pure, golden heart in your chest. What's covering that? Flesh, bones, a bra, maybe a camisole, a shirt, a jacket. If it's cold, maybe a coat. How many layers are covering that heart? Those layers represent the blocks. How would your heart feel if you were in a divine soulmate relationship? If you were loved and supported and happy, how would that feel? Feel that heat around your heart. Feel that joy. Feel that peace. It feels good. Now pretend you're taking off your jacket. Just pretend. We've all taken off a jacket. We know how it is. That jacket is a block. That jacket is your fear that somebody's going to cheat on you again. That jacket is the fear that I'm going to be taken and I'm going to look like a fool. Take it off. Just take it off. <sighs> yeah. Now feel that heart again. 
This is how it feels to love and be loved. Now under that jacket, you've got a shirt. Maybe this is a shirt that you take off over your head. What does that shirt represent? Maybe that shirt represents your fear of your own body. Your idea that you're not young enough or pretty enough or fit enough or thin enough or whatever, that you have too many stretch marks, whatever that fear is that you're not enough. Pretend you're taking a shirt off over your head. Take off that fear and drop it away. (sighs) We've just cleared two layers. Now stand here and breathe for a second. Just get comfortable. What are you manifesting? To love and be loved. Feel that. How would you show up differently right now after taking off those two layers? You've got another layer to go. You've got that bra. You've had a jacket, a shirt, and now you've got a bra. What is that last layer of resistance? What is that last thing you're fighting? Maybe maybe it's this childhood belief that relationships never work out. That there's no such thing as a really good relationship. That love hurts. That you have too much trauma from your past. You never saw a good relationship and you just don't think it's ever going to happen. Whatever that next layer is for you, pretend you're taking off your bra. Pull down the straps unhook the back or the front and just pretend that you're taking it off and before you just drop it I want you to twirl that bra that invisible bra around in the air and whoosh throw it away you have just metaphorically stripped down you have stripped out of the blocks that are keeping you from manifesting love in your life Because they're not letting you be and show yourself and display yourself as you want. This is the process that we will go through, but at a much deeper level during this retreat. So you can literally strip out of these blocks and show yourself as you want to be. That's what becoming a living vision board is about. If you've got, I don't know, whatever you've got on your vision board. I had last year before my TEDx, I had a picture of me standing on a TEDx stage. If I had that picture of me, but I couldn't actually in my body stand there and pretend pantomime that I'm walking on stage and stand there and look up in the lights and look up at the the crowd. If I couldn't do that in my imagination, there's no way I can manifest it because I couldn't make it into being because I couldn't display myself as doing it. So that's what becoming a living vision board is like. If you see yourself doing it, that's a start. It's in your head. But can you walk in front of your sister's in front of the people at the retreat, in front of me, can you walk in and be like, this is me holding love. This is me standing on a TED stage. This is me. You have to move it and be it. And then what's so nice is you feel the fear that comes up and you're like, whoa, I didn't even know this was here. Whoa, this is good information. There's clearly a block here that I didn't understand or that I didn't know about. Doing this activity for myself recently, I came up with a block that, oh my gosh, I have a fear of success. And it really hit me hard because I thought, are you kidding me? I've done some really cool things and I feel like I've been a successful person. How is it possible that I have a fear of success? Well, it's through this manifesting process, through the embodiment of being this person that is truly touching lives, that is truly in charge of money and managing that money and people and their emotions and managing those people and their emotions and getting them integrated in with me and my needs and my life and my family's lives and my, 
there was a fear there. No idea. No idea. I'm in my mid-50s. I never knew there was a piece of me that had a fear of success. And guess what? It came out. And now I'm using this process to clear it. Not by pretending, oh, I feel great, but by walking it, by talking it, by breathing it, by consciously stripping out of things, by displaying myself as I want to be. My word for 2023 is success. Not just like monetary success or business success, although those are things that I want too, but I want to successfully stay present with my family. I want to successfully clear out my house and clean out my mental garbage. I want to successfully be in relationship and continue to grow. I want to successfully grow my spirituality and shift my energy. I want to successfully do all of these different things. And bottom line, I want to wake up every morning and go to bed every night feeling like I had a successful day, feeling like I'm about to walk into my day successfully. I am so tired of feeling like there's one more thing I could have, would have, should have done. I am so tired of beating myself up. Oh, I didn't do this. I am ready to feel like a success each and every day. And that's what I'm going to do because that is my intention. It's not my resolution. If I resolve to feel like a success every single day, do you know what I'm going to focus on? I'm going to focus on every single day I feel sick or defeated or tired or got bad news or I'm sad or I'm I'm going to hyper-focus on those days and I'm going to be like, oh, on Thursday, I didn't feel successful. On Tuesday, the 19th, I felt really depressed. But it's my intention to feel successful every day. That means those days where I'm sick and I'm tired and I've gotten bad news and something really bad has happened. It's okay. I'm still intending on feeling like a success and that those days are just the normal course of life. How will I manifest that intention? By walking how it feels to be successful. By talking how it feels to be successful. By circling my shoulders and rolling my neck in a way that I would if I were successful. It's making myself manifest. I am making my success manifest by displaying myself as I intend to be. That's a lot. And it's hardly anything all at the same time. I want you to take a moment and to kind of breathe with this. Because like I said, we are in the middle of winter. This is the season of rest and reflection and recovery. And this work that we do, becoming a vision board, setting our intention, is all just step one. And what I want to make sure is that you don't get too attached to it. Because if you're anything like me, and oh boy, I have been there, I'll be like, I can't figure out my word for the year, and this is just awful, blah, 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 because I really have it like set up that it's this process And that I have to come up with a word by January 1st. And I have to figure out all of these different things. And here's here's my business plan for the next year. And here's my divorce plan or therapy plan or fitness plan. And here's my diet plan. I want you to be easy with yourself. Winter is the process of taking all of the dead, dry, gunky things and waiting, and allowing it to turn into manure, allowing it to turn into compost. You don't go out there and make leaves disintegrate. You don't go out there and make your compost turn into manure or turn into fertilizer overnight. You can't make it happen. You allow it to happen. Yes, you might have to like turn the little crank 
on the compost. There's some things that you can do to help, but you've got to wait. You've got to allow, and you've got to let it be. And that's what I really want you to take away from this show is this is not about a New Year's resolution. It's not about a pass-fail. This is about creating some intentions. One to three different intentions for yourself for the next year. And to turn them over. To churn them. To set them down. To let them be. Because when you go back, sometimes you'll be like, oh, look at what this has turned into. This is different than I thought. Or you might be like, I don't even want this. Or you might be like, oh yeah, this is going to be big and beautiful, baby. So just intend a few things and then let them be. And as you begin this process of manifesting what you want for this next year, be aware that it is a process. And January is not your time to commit. January is your time to try things on and to see what feels good. Have you ever shopped for clothes? Have you ever loaded up a cart or a basket of clothes and gone into a dressing room and just tried on so many different things? My mom and I actually went shopping right before Christmas. Um, It was a Ross or a TJ Maxx, a store like that. And we just loaded up the cart with all kinds of things. And we went into that huge dressing room together and we're just trying things on and we're passing them back and forth. And it's fun. And because things were so reasonably priced, there was like no discernment. We would just throw it in the cart and be like, I'm going to try it on. I've never had a bodysuit like this. Ooh, look at this color. I don't know if I like this fabric, but I'm going to try it. Ooh, look at this sweatshirt. I mean, we just... All this random stuff from the entire store, socks, jewelry, everything. We threw it in the cart, shoes, and we just tried it on. And some things we were like, this is so cool. I found something new. Like I ended up buying two bodysuits because I loved them and they fit so good. And I'm like, this is so handy. I've never really worn bodysuits before. feels like they're always too short and I don't like it. But I tried them on and it was like, these are great. There were some things that I tried on. We both tried on a bunch of sweaters and none of the sweaters looked quite right. I actually wanted and needed more sweaters because it's winter and I'm in Colorado and it's cold. But for some reason, none of the sweaters fit right or looked right. And I didn't end up buying any. I tried them on. Some pants I brought in in two different sizes because I think, well, this just doesn't look quite right, but this is the size that I usually wear. At one point, we even left and we got some different sizes in things, put some other things back, grabbed some more stuff and went back and tried again. And then we walked away with things that we really liked, some expected and some completely unexpected. That's what January is like for you. It's having these intentions. It's using manifestation to feel it, to walk it, to be it, to see, do I want to make this manifest? Do I want to make this manifest? Going back to the red Corvette example, because that's just such the classic, you know, law of attraction, the secret. That's kind of like that um thing that everybody talks about. I'm going to manifest a red Corvette, whatever it is. And they say, visualize yourself driving with the top down on the highway. See your hand on the wheel. See your hand pushing the key, you know, or turning the key. See your hand shifting. See it. It's not that it's necessarily wrong, but that's that step of 
showing yourself, displaying yourself. Is that how you want to feel? Is this the feeling of driving this that I want to feel? Or is it just, just like a one-time movie clip in my head? Like, oh, that sounds really, really cool. But driving to the grocery store woo, is not how I want to feel. Or driving to pick up my kids from school, woo, that's not how I want to feel. Or whatever it is, filling it up and seeing the, you know, gas bill for a car like that, that's not what I want to feel. Do, do you want that moment? Like, of course, everybody thinks that moment flying up the hill, driving along the beach, whatever it is. But do I want this moment in my everyday life? No, I don't really want that. I really don't want that. I, and this, I'm just speaking for me, but this is that process of manifesting and making manifest. I can visualize myself in the red fancy topless sports car. That's not what I want in my everyday life. I see me driving to speaking engagements. I see me driving to networking functions. I see me driving with my family and that's not how I want to drive. So to me, manifesting something like that isn't really something that I want to make manifest because it's not really what I want. And until I sit with that and turn it over and let it be for a while, I'm not going to figure it out. Maybe I want to get divorced. How is that really going to look? How am I really going to feel around that? How is that going to look? Try it on. Sit with it. What are the circumstances in your life? Are you going to be co-parenting? What's going on? Maybe I want to save my marriage. Okay, sit with that. Try it on. What if your partner is not willing to work on it? What if your partner is willing to work on it? What does it mean that they're working on it? What does it mean that they're making amends? Try that on. Try on all the different things and see what works for you. Try it on for a while. How would you walk around? As a divorced person, do you feel the relief? Do you feel stress that's gone away? Do you feel like, oh my gosh, I am never going to have to worry about certain things again? Yes, I need to co-parent and that's fine. Yes, I need to, you know, maybe move. Yes, I need to start changing my money. But I got, I see myself with my own name on my account with nobody else's name on there. I see myself with the kids being gone and actually having every other weekend to myself for my own growth and development. I see myself having lunch with girlfriends. I see myself doing my own healing journey and it feels good. Or do you feel yourself like, no, I'm crumpled. I'm sad. I'm miserable. This doesn't feel like what I want. This isn't who I am. This is never going to work for me. Try it on. Next week, we're going to go more in to all of this intention setting for 2023. Next week, we're going to get really practical about mapping out the journey. Like I said, with an intention, you're going to do all the reasonable things that will get you to help hit that target, whether it's squinting or getting down on one knee or whatever it is. So that's what we're going to talk about next week. What are those things that we need to do to map the journey? What are those things? What are the actions? Once we've intended, once we're aiming, what are the reasonable things to do? So come back again next week. If you haven't already, hit last week's show about the number one mistake people make when trying to manifest. Catch up on that show. You've got this week. Next week, we're going to talk about mapping the journey. If you are even remotely interested in my Fall in Love with You retreat this February, life-choreography, life, L-I-F-E, dash, choreography, C-H-O-R-E-O, 
G-R-A-P-H-Y.com. Or of course, you can also email me, Laura, at lauracheadle.com. I can't wait to meet you in person. I can't wait to walk you through this so together we can make manifest exactly who you want to be in 2023. Have an amazing week and always remember to flaunt exactly who you are because who you are is always more than enough. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you been struggling lately? Relationship issues impact every area of your life. When I found out about my husband's infidelity, I was so devastated. I could barely function. Sleeping was impossible because I couldn't shut off my brain. Eating was a challenge because I felt nauseous all the time. And for the first month or so, everything felt pointless. Whether you're having trouble sleeping, feeling hopeless, or just can't focus, BetterHelp is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help. You can talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that might not be available in your area. Just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you'll be matched with a therapist in under 24 hours. Then you can schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. I know that confidentiality was important for me, especially early on when I couldn't even get my own mind wrapped around what was happening. And it was so comforting to be able to speak with someone candidly about everything I was going through to validate that what I was feeling and experiencing was completely normal. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Special offer to flaunt, create a life you love after infidelity and betrayal listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash flaunt. That's betterhelp.com slash flaunt. Flaunt, F-L-A-U-N-T. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Tune in next time to Flaunt. Find your sparkle and create a life you love after infidelity or betrayal with radio host and live choreographer Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Develop naked self-worth and reclaim your confidence, enthusiasm, and joy so you can create a life you love and embrace who you are today. Download your free Sparkle Through Betrayal Recovery Guide at NakedSelfWorth.com.